a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, he's knocked the headgear off him. This is Big show coming up on Footy Talk. Gordy, can I get an Up The Waz from you? Go The Warriors. No, come on. Go Up The, the Waz. Up The Waz. We'll talk about that match. We'll preview the prelims as well. Do the Broncos have what it takes? I think they do. Can Storm show that champion spirit that they've shown for mm-hmm. 20 years? Let's rip in. Hello and welcome to another Monday edition of Footy Talk with Emma Lawrence and Gordon Tallis. Gordy, has your heart rate come down after that incredible weekend of footy that we just, just witnessed? Just what a what a final series. We are truly, for the first time, I reckon, the National Rugby League. We got two countries and three states left in our final series. So it was outstanding. Yeah, you know I mean when the finals rolled around, you thought, oh yeah, it's a two-horse race. But then watching how everybody's jostled and the games that have been played over the final series, they've been absolutely outstanding. And those scenes over the ditch, bro, were absolutely outstanding. It was just amazing. And I got mates that they're like live in Christchurch and that they can't get merchandise, can't get merchandise, couldn't get a ticket. They called it a blackout. They said, you're not really hearing too much about the All Blacks, but obviously because of the time and it's played there in the country. So... It shows that rugby league has a future in New Zealand where we've always been the little brother over there, but watching that crowd and just the buzz and it coming through. Like I was driving back, I took the kids to SeaWorld over Thursday, Friday, so I had to take the kids and spend some time with them because it's school holidays. And then driving back, Dean, Ganane, I'm thinking, God, yeah. is he overcooking this? Right? Because yeah. you know, they yeah. either build up and then, and then you get home and you turn the TV yeah. on and then the scenes, I'm like, yeah. Oh, my God. I was thinking the same thing. I heard the very beginning, so the build-up and the first sort of 10 minutes on the way to the women's game and Woodsy, Dan and Russell Packer. And I'm almost thinking, like, I just want to be there. Get out and I'm almost like charging into the women's game like full of adrenaline because of the call. But And I saw all their stuff on socials and I was jealous. I wanted to be there. (laughs) And and congratulations to the Warriors, you know, like just, just on where they were last year to where they are now and, it's an amazing turnaround. It's an amazing turnaround. The style of footy, Sean Johnson, take a bow. The way you played with injury or whatever you're doing, um, it was amazing. Uh, we spoke to what teens of Lesniak yesterday, Dallin, and what he's bringing out his own hair products. What? Soul Glow. Actually? Yeah, because I called him <laughs> Soul Glow or Lionel Richie. He's got that beautiful flowing lock. So he made, yeah. So, but like everybody, I just think, you know, the way. Chance played. Mm. Tohu Harris was unbelievable in the middle. Uh, Aiden Fanua Blake, you know, and they come over to Brisbane. And and let me tell you, the Warriors have a huge following in Queensland. I know that whenever the Gold Coast Titans play them, that the crowd is majority Warriors, Warriors fans. Wow. Yeah. Um, like to know in the history that it's probably one of the Gold Coast's biggest crowds other than Brisbane. So they will travel. So you can imagine uh, the Waz fans, which I don't really like calling them the Waz. Because it's so up the waz that just kind of the wazoo came from Sean Johnson had did a chat with JT and he's he wanted to claim that he started up the waz earlier this year. Did he? Because I'm I was trying to rack my brain thinking two three years ago it's catching. Well, we, we were never saying up the waz. It's all it's just taken off this year. Look, it's it's <clears throat> I'm a bit of a traditionalist, yes. right? So you don't like it. The young kids can, yeah. But all that I know is right that. 
People say go the cows. Which team am I talking about? Cowboys. There's a difference between a cow and a cowboy in there. Correct. Yeah, they don't yeah. like being called cows. cows. Yeah. Right? Is it a dairy cow yeah. or is it a big old yeah, heifer? So I reckon a cowboy is different and I reckon a warrior, there's something mean about that. Yeah. Like I played against the Warriors. Mm. You know, when Ruben Wiki and those guys run out, that was Stephen Kearney and Monty Beetham and those guys. I like the Warriors. Okay. I'd be more scared of a warrior than a warrior. Yeah. Well, the kids can keep saying up the wars. It's quite catchy anyway. But it's cool, it's catchy, right? I think it's catchy. And the song, hasn't their song gone to number one? Yeah, I believe so. I don't even know what it is, but everybody was singing it. Yeah. Very catchy. I'm disappointed I pulled out of that game. Did you see in, they'd put it up on socials, the guy who- That's um, a shoey. The shoe of us, yeah. What do you call him? Shoe of us, wasn't he? Shoey? Shoe of us, Sheik? That's his nickname, isn't it? Anyway, I think Woodsy did one in the Well, we always thought that it was Woodsy. Right? So, so we thought that Woodsy, so then they got to meet yeah. and then they both did it and Woodsy did it out of his dirty old boot and oh, Woodsy took off his you, beautiful Nike and had a go. But Woodsy called him out on radio. That yeah. was that was really early in the program and his dream come true. I can't believe that. Good stuff. Anyway, now that they're through to the prelim, realistically, what chance do you actually give them against the Broncos? Playing like that yesterday, I'll give them a chance. Absolutely. First 15 minutes, they scored three tries. The Knights had touched the ball twice. You starve anybody of that much possession, you're a chance. You starve anybody. You get off to 80. If they're 16-0 up against Penrith or Brisbane or whoever or War- Melbourne, you give them a chance, wouldn't you? Mm. Huh? Yeah, for sure. Right? And I know that the Knights come back. They go, oh, yeah, but they got the, you know, 16-10. But that was the energy, man. That's, that's, yeah. that's gone. Like for you to fight back and get back up on that hill and get the momentum. Yeah, that takes a fair bit of courage and you'd have to be a real mentally tough team and the Warriors would have given up, but they didn't. They just kept on kicking to the pockets. They just kept on going. They were super professional. Um, I just love the way they play the long game. Yeah. And no doubt the confidence too and and momentum. And Andrew Webster, like first year at coaching, he's gone over there. Do you know what? For the first time ever, we need to do dual coaches of the year. So who do you give it to? Webby? Webby and Kevin. Kevin? Yeah, I think Webby and Kevin. How come Ivan, just because they're always at the top, how can we side. always... Have a look at their side. Come on. Yeah. Right? You're saying anyone... Okay, so, are you saying... So, no, so put, put Ivan... No, so this is how you do it. You yeah. put Ivan in the Warriors side. Yeah. You know, all that. You know, so Brisbane what, wooden spoon a couple of years ago. Like mm-hmm. I remember when the whole training facility got flooded with the wooden spoons when they flew it. Yeah. And then I got a bit cranky that day because <laughs> Maddie, Mil- uh, Maddie Middleton, who was our... Male guy who now is our gear steward has been at the club. When Darren Lockyer retired, he said he's one of the most important people that, that we ever had. He had to go there and clean them up where I thought oh. the players should have. Yeah. Um, so I remember that moment to where they are now. And it's pretty much Kevy, you mm. know, and he got rid of dead wood and there's been noise about him and he's stuck solid. And if they said that, you know, um, Adam O'Brien has laser focus, well, Kevy Wilders must have the same. Yeah. yeah. So I think – where they've come from and where the Warriors have come from, they've come from – it's been a bigger rise. Mm. Penrith are the best side yeah. to come, right? They've been there for four years. I'm not saying Ivan hasn't done an amazing yeah. job, so don't don't get me wrong. But I think the others have just done slightly better. For Kevy too, I mean, Webby's done a great job, but for Kevy, the spotlight and scrutiny on yeah. the Broncos, like the following – there's arguably no, the biggest club in the NRL. It is. So, it is the biggest club. Yeah. It's the most talked about club. It's the biggest brand. In the NRL, people don't like it. And mm. I think about five years ago, it was one of the biggest brands in Australia. Mm. Um, I think it got voted and beat Collingwood or something like that. So like, and it's a it's a brand that's recognised. Um, there's a lot of pressure on that club. I know journalists have said that 
that they sell more papers when a Broncos coach is in trouble. So part of that is a bit yeah. fabricated as well. But um, it's a huge brand. Uh, I know that, and I know that that's a big reason why the percentage is up. And look at Redcliffe and look at the challenge. So um, I know rugby league in Queensland is better when the Broncos are going great. It's yeah. just it's, it's just simple as that because the Cowboys will rise to them. I know Redcliffe will want to rise to it, um, and I know that it drags the Titans up as well. Yeah. Well, the other game over the weekend, the Storm snuck home in the final minute against the Roosters. Will Warbrick, oh, that was just an incredible moment. I was take. lucky enough to be there. It was so he was so beautiful after the match. He was almost couldn't believe that he, firstly, is just playing first grade after making the switch from sevens. It's good that to see an in interview moment. after the no. game. I, I don't was bring in the it thick up. of it. Don't I was bring in the it. Don't bring it. that up, Emma. It was very fun. But <laughs> Melbourne. So Melbourne, each and every year, they lose players. So this year, they lost Felice Kafusi. They lost the Bromwich mm-hmm. brothers. Uh, Brandon Smith has gone to the Roosters. But they're always there and abouts with Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Look, no doubt Harry Grant, Meany, uh, the loss of Pappenhausen again. Mm-hmm. So they lost him twice this year. He hadn't played for 400 or something days and comes back and uh, the ankle injury. So... There's no doubt that Melbourne aren't the side that they were before, but you just can't write them off. They just get in every fight. They make it really hard for the opposition teams. They're a little bit light on in the forward when Big Nelson's on there. Like, they got a bit more grunt, but they got a lot more grunt. But losing the Bromwich brothers and, you know, like the amount of forwards that they've lost over the last few years, you know, that's a you know, that's a fair bit of metal that they've lost out of their engine. So Brisbane showed that. They went straight through the front door on them. Uh, the Roosters tried it. That was a, that was a cracking game of football. Um, Penrith, well, you know that that's what they want to do. You know, when every big game, their two front rowers go through the front door. So it's a big challenge for Melbourne. They will be a thorn in your side. And I've got a feeling that Penrith want to do what Brisbane did to them. You know, 26 0, I think Penrith will want to sh- fire a big shot if they're going to go into the finals go, well, we beat them easy. Yeah. Well, the Storm was saying straight after that match, they think Jerome Hughes is likely to return from him. that calf injury. If he's not there, do you he's put a line play. through the he's Storm? He's got to play. You got to play. Yeah, it all depends how bad it is, right? Because yeah. you can't put him out there and he and then and you he's a liability. Yeah, yeah, right. So you can't put a halfback on the bench. So hopefully it's a strain, a bit like the Sean Johnson, mm. and he can help and just kick and steer him around. But he's a running threat. So Jerome's, you know, one of his powers is his running game. You know, he just goes on the edge. He plays so direct. So you probably need, you definitely need your legs. Where Sean Johnson just more kick than kick to the pockets and his passing game. So if he's ninety five percent fit, he's got to play. Mm. Even if he is there, you still think Penrith. Well, you like think Penrith, Penrith are on. Are you, you think, think Penrith, Penrith are too classy? Yeah, don't you? they kind of ha- they have to be off that day. Do you think for Melbourne to get the job done? Yeah, you'd think that they'd have to contribute to mm. Melbourne winning. Yeah, you would think. So where Penrith are at, don't forget, this will be their fourth grand final in a row. Mm. If they get to it, you know they've won two. They're going for three. They're the first side since Parramatta. Um, they're a super professional side. They stick to their structure well. They defend really – they defend well together. There's a lot of black jerseys or pink, whichever one that they wear. There's a lot of those jerseys in the picture. So you would think that Penrith would be too classy. You would think yeah. because of the Melbourne – just watching Melbourne, they're not the side that they were a few years ago. Yeah. Does it show also – we always talk about a team from outside, the top four can't win the competition and we're down to – Prelim week, and it's the top four that are there. Do you? I oh, know they had a chance. The Roosters had a chance, yeah. right? But they deserve to be there. Like the Warriors, like they got knocked out against Penrith. Like they got beaten up mm. hard. And then I thought that the Knights, if they went over there, the Knights just got gun shy. They just mm. didn't know how to play finals footy. And they didn't know how to shoot themselves out of a gun and burn out instead of fade away like they wanted to get, you know, come in. You can't do that. Yeah. Mate, it's a, like it's a sprint race, but it just goes for a long time. Yeah. 
So I think they had a chance and I think that it was the most like like then last weekend, no one knew like I'm thinking Newcastle can do this, right? Because of the Warriors that I watched the week before and everybody thought with the Roosters and Melbourne, that was a toss of a coin as well, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I thought so. So like then it's worked out that the top four yeah. playing against each other, but you know, who plays in the big dance? Who goes to the big dance? Look, I think and it is a safe bet as such, but I would have said Penrith Tigers and Broncos. Tigers. Penrith Broncos. But I just would love to see what a story it would be if the Warriors made the game. No, 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 no. Not against Brisbane. I know, I know. I'm You're sorry. You're talking to a Queenslander here. Yeah, I know. Wouldn't it be good if it was a Brisbane Warriors yeah, grand that final? Yeah, that would have been great. And I like Penrith as well, but I think just the story. Yeah. Well, Penrith have won, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, let's, they don't get handed out and you deserve to win when you win. Yeah. But wouldn't it be a great story? Yeah. That's just my journalist hat on, that what the, the Warriors, after everything they did as well. But in saying that, if Penrith and Brisbane play their style of footy, I, like, I remember the game wanting a Raiders and Brisbane grand final in the 90s because of the style of footy the Raiders played and the style of footy Brisbane played. They just wanted those two big super teams to play and they mm. never did. Like they all ran in grand finals around each other um, and there was injuries to their key players in those moments. But... I think Penrith and Brisbane could be one of the great, like, a bit like the Cowboys, uh, Cowboys in Brisbane. That you just the style yeah. of footy, you know, like it could be an unbelievable game. So much to look forward to. But what does prelim prelim week look like? You've it's played in a couple game. in your it's the hardest game to win. To yeah. win for me because Brisbane, you've been sitting there and you've been waiting and you're nervous and it's a, you know, getting a lot of work done last week <clears throat> and now tidying up for this and there's a bit of a thought: Do you lose your momentum? because they rested their players thinking that, well, if we do lose, so they've rested. So now some of those guys have played 80 minutes in two or three weeks. Mm. Adam Reynolds maybe in five weeks. He's played 80 minutes. So you don't know how that affects you, but, you know, it's that's Kevy Walters and his coaching staff and Adam Reynolds and the senior players to make sure that they get off to a great start against the Warriors. The problem is the side that comes at, at you has momentum. Mm. Momentum is everything in sport. Yeah. Momentum is so good. Confidence, well, they've got it. Like they just come off one of the club's greatest victories ever. Yeah. Right, so they're now flying across the ditch, full of confidence, probably on their own jet again, land in Brisbane to come and steal your cookies, right? And Brisbane, they've just been sitting there and then uh, same with Penrith, you know, like Melbourne aren't the side but they've got momentum, right? Mm. And they've been able to work on their stuff and Penrith, well, they've been sitting there waiting. And obviously they've got more experience. A lot of those guys have played in grand finals now but this prelim final, to me, it's always the hardest to win probably because – I've always probably played and been sitting there waiting to get mm. beaten, you know. Journalists had on, actually, just mentioning Adam Reynolds Yours, not having played. Your journalist. My journalist had right. on. What a story would be for Adam Reynolds. Great story. South letting him go. It was ages ago. They made a decision. Yeah, but how, if he comes and leads Brisbane to a premiership. It'll be huge. It'll especially be huge. after him going out. See, and in Kevin Walters doesn't get the credit for that. Right? Yeah. Going there, selling him the dream and then, Adam went, yeah, like I want to do it. And obviously South did offer him. So I feel a bit sorry for South, right? Because clubs are in a pickle here. So they have all these great young kids and then you, you know, and they let them go. And you know, look at Reese Walsh or you look at size, they let these young kids go because they keep the old guys. Like if you look at maybe the Tigers with Benji and Robbie, and then they lose Teddy and Moses and all those guys. Does that happen, right? Mm. So there's a great balance. And South now in hindsight, right, Adam Reynolds asked. And at the time he did have lower back problems. He did have leg problems, you know, like he's always – and even at Brisbane, right? So he's missing games. 
you can't have your stars missing games. So I sort of see the South Sydney theory behind it. We've got this young kid. He wants one year, mate. We're prepared to give him one more year, right? But just not the two or three that he wanted, mm. right? Because they're paying out Sam Burgess now, so they do have that. And and I think GI probably said so there's two guys, two great players out there that they're probably paying out in retirement. Yeah. So they can't afford to be paying out a third. Like you know, what I mean, I, I I don't know. I do feel sorry for South, and it keeps on getting thrown in their face. But they made a decision. They would have sat around with the recruitment and all the medical staff and said, could he get through three years? It's not. We don't want you, Adam. Mm. They're going. Can you be playing at that? And is this kid going to – are we going to lose this kid to another club? Yeah. So it's a tough one. Did they get the decision right? If Brisbane going to win a grand final, no, they didn't. Yeah. To celebrate NRL finals, Footy Talk is giving away a platinum double pass to the NRL Telstra Premiership Grand Final on October 1. Click the link in the episode description and use – Today's code word listener. That is L I S T N R. Listen to Footy Talk on Listener, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify every day until September the 27th to get a new code word and enter as many times as you like. All righty, Gordy, time for a bit of goat debate. Goat, goat meaning greatest uh, of all I time. I prefer lamb. <laughs> I have had goat. It's okay. So the great Glenn Lazarus has said that Payne Haas could end up being the greatest prop the Broncos have ever had. Do you agree? Could. Could. Or he definitely could. So, yes. Will he? Could. Will he? Uh, you got to lead them to premierships. That's what that club's mm. about. Glenn Lazarus, six, probably same as Kevy, yeah. six, six premierships at three different clubs or seven premierships at three different clubs. Mm. Arguably, I talked to Blocker Roach. So Blocker was at the top of his game in that era. Lazo was the new kid on the block. Then I played against Lazo. There was probably no greater front rower. And Brisbane have him, Shane Webke and Petro Sivanasiva. Mm. And whichever era, whatever age group you are, you probably go Webke. You go Sivanasiva. The old blokes, I think Lazarus is still mm. ahead. I think Lazo is the greatest front rower only because of the guys that I watched before him. And I played with all three of them. Mm. Payne has at this age certainly has the medal to do it. There's no doubt he's a great player. And is he ahead of those guys at his age? But until he's got three or four rings and, you know, dominates season after season after season like they did. Like Shane Webke was probably a starting Australian front rower and Petro. Petro's played 45 tests or something. Petro's the most capped forward. Or front yeah. row, like 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 that's crazy. that's that's yeah. that's crazy in the front row. So what sort of argument? So I'd say Payne has is probably ahead of him at his age yeah. than what those boys were, those 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 men were. But I'm not prepared to say that he's going to be the best. Are you prepared to say that Nathan Cleary could be as good as JT and Joey? No, no. no? but at his age, yeah. So but, he's already, but, but they're totally different players. I think he's a great kicker. I think he's unbelievable. I said it on 360. I think I think Nathan Cleary is an unbelievable player. I really do. But he's got to dominate origin. And I said that until you dominate origin as a half, until you did what Andrew Johns did and he come back with a knee and did what he did, until Alan Langer, until Ricky Stewart mm. and all those great halfbacks, Jonathan Thurston, you know, I think you do that. So you're saying – That's just yeah, me, right? So Jonathan he's... Thurston went to a really poor club in the Cowboys at the time. 
got him up, got him to a couple of grand finals and won it against the odds, right? That's the moments that – and Nathan Cleary's been unbelievable. He's a great player. Don't think he's not a great player. And that's, but if you say, is he the greatest, I still think Wally Lewis is the greatest player that's ever walked on the field, right? But is he as good as Joey? I'm not sure. And I wouldn't be prepared to say yes. But at the end of his career, Cooper Cronk sits there and he gets asked the question, Cooper Cronk's won six grand finals mm. or something. He's won six. Mm. He's gone to another club and then got them to beat his old side. You know what I mean? So there's a lot. There's a mm. lot of debate around it. Is Nathan Cleary a great player? Yes. Is he probably the best player in the game mm. at the moment? I'd say probably yes. But at State of Origin, we got Daly Cherry Evans. Yeah. He's won two out of the last three series. Mm. And if you said, is Daly Cherry Evans a better player than Nathan Cleary? You'd say, no, but at that level, he gets But at that the job. level, he's, he gets he the gets job, the done, job done. done. So once he comes and he dominates that, that's what you say. Then, and, and, then and, he becomes And that's it. So you've got to beat the champ to be the champ. Yeah. That's a bit American, then. Yeah. you got to beat the champ to be the champ. You know what I'm saying? Well, he's just taken Daly's uh, kangaroos jersey as well. So yeah, the next few years, he can, And deservedly you know, so, right? So can, Nathan Cleary is a, I'm telling you, he's an unbelievable player. He's an unbelievable player. And then when he gets his run again, when he gets it all there, I'm just maybe a little bit biased because I played against, I didn't really, I only played a little bit against Jonathan Thurston, never played against Sherry Evans, but until you watch them, like all the greats just dominate. Like yeah. then they were number one out and out the best player, right? So Andrew Johns through his whole career was the best player. Mm-hmm. Cameron Smith through the whole career was the best player. Billy Slater is the best number one, right? Then there's other players like Cooper Cronk, yeah, oh, JT was there and then you're not 100% sure whether yeah. they're the best. Then Mitchell Pierce was playing and, you know, like and having some and winning some grand finals. So that debate can go around and be a lot of schooners getting drunk before we come up with the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to just go and drink some schooners. Maybe maybe over the next two weeks as we head into, well, it's probably only one footy talk left. left. We've got to do a wrap-up. We'll do a wrap, a post-grand final. After the grand final? Monday. Do Any we? day for scooters is is good with me. I got three sixty that night. Oh, ooh. so maybe not. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> otherwise not- I might be on. What's the buzz? <laughs> I'll be in Buzz's column. Surely you'd be show. safe. Surely Buzz would look after you, or not? Because he's Buzz. Come buzz on, just, Buzz. No, no, Buzz just does his job. Okay. If you get in trouble, you get in the paper. If you don't get in trouble, you don't get in the paper. Yeah. All right, we'll behave. Right. <laughs> night season we can review do it on Tuesday. Okay, yes, you can do Tuesday. We'll get producer Charlie to sort it out. Um, all right, season review. Let's start with the Knights. If you look back probably halfway through the season, they were 14th. They were looking at other coaches for Adam O'Brien. All of a sudden, um, set to offer him an extension. They make the semifinals. Great comeback, isn't it? Yeah. For the organisation, Adam O'Brien, the passing off his mother, uh, he's laser focused through that. I think there's a bit of his team maybe not, really having a dig. Mm. And what I mean by that is just doing the extras and having that mentality of of doing it. And then you see a coach that didn't skip a day, didn't miss a beat and lost someone that he dearly loved. I reckon that might be a bit of a penny drop moment mm. for the old Henny Penny Knights. And then Bradman Best, you know, just finally realising that he can just dominate games and Cal and Ponga coming back too. So there's a lot of things that went in their favour. But it was fantastic. Like the two games that I went and called um, at Marathon Stadium, McDonald Jones, but Marathon, yeah. I just like it, Marathon, <laughs> it was tougher then. We're absolutely outstanding to see the to see the rugby league faithful, the rusted ons coming back out and the blue and red. That's that's some of my fa- – like if I look at the end of this year and some of my favourite moments were, were like when they played South and when Dom Young run down 
and you just saw that sea of blue and red. It was mm. just, that's amazing. Like that makes your hair stand up on the mm. back of your neck and you want to go back and play again. And I've been retired for 30 years. So did I just say that? Yeah. You don't look a day over 25. Yeah. You've still got it. No, what, I've been retired um, for 20. Well, a big part of that too probably was Kalen going back to fullback. Yeah, well, it was, I don't know why he sort of moved the father. And then, and you do that because you try to search for answers yeah. because you want to find out. And, you know, there was talk about it, right? And he dipped his toe in there and getting up in the front line and people getting at you. I don't think it suits Callan. I think he likes a little bit more room and space. And there's no doubt the way he played and finished off the year, he's a fullback and he's a great fullback. Yeah. Do you think it was worth giving it a shot when you're searching for answers? You know what? I'd say yes. Give it a go. Didn't work. Well, I'd say he's yes. He's going to spend. He's <clears throat> Now he's a fullback. Now we can agree. Can we? Yes. He's a number one. All righty. Rooster season review. They're a strange one in that you could take really two arguments. So at the beginning of the season, we said they are one of the premiership favourites. So you can say, is it a failure that they only made the semifinals? Yeah, I I guarantee. But then the fact that they came home and we thought they were going to miss the finals altogether. They were so brave at the back end. No, that doesn't save. That doesn't save the No, you still say it's a a failure. Yeah, that's a failure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I... I think from the Roosters where they were at the beginning of the year to where they are now, I reckon they had their sights set on grand final mm. footy, right? So I'd say it'd be a failure knowing the organisation as I have just watching them and the, they have reviews, I reckon, weekly. Uncle Nick's a winner. He wants to win. So there's no doubt eight weeks ago he's just – I reckon he's on the phone. He's looking at players. How do we get this place better? Yes, the wins was a Band-Aid solution, I think, for the Roosters, for their mm. problems, you know, moving forward. And I reckon, you know, with they lost their great young winger, Swali'i, mm. to rugby and there's a few things happened in Angus Crichton. So they've, they do have a few issues and a few, like, excuses. Sam Walker going back to reserve grade, then getting injured, which sort of prolonged his, you know, uh, return. Manu in and out. Teddy lost a bit of form right in the middle mm. of the year. Jared not playing. Yeah, there's a bit, so but they'll fix it. The Roosters yeah. will fix it. To there's be fair, no when you looked at who wasn't there for that game against Melbourne, like well, that's like every team. Yeah. That's like every team. You don't use that as an excuse. I'm I'm sure the Roosters wouldn't be. Yeah. Right? I'm mate, mate one million percent. South Sydney wouldn't be going. And if they are, well, we lost Latrell for ten weeks. No, no. Yeah. No, no, you lost your last games. Yeah. Don't worry about the ten weeks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean like mate, they were still in there with a the fight, but look at Newcastle, right? Yeah. And look at the Roosters, so they can still get there. So for the Roosters to turn it around then, are they looking, like speak about Uncle Nick looking for answers, when they found themselves in a similar position, they go and get Cooper Cronk yeah. and then wins them back-to-back premierships. Well, I don't think Who do they need to, do they need, is there someone they, like a, well, they'll find, well, I think Billy name. Smith is a bit of a shining light, I think, yeah. in the centres, yeah, like when you got, so like if Manu, I think Manu's too good not. Too good to be in the centres? Well. They tried him at six, it didn't. No, well, really seem you know, maybe, maybe, maybe Teddy in the centres. Teddy in the centres. Well, yeah. he's big enough to defend there. Or, you know, because they've got to give Manu some more ball, I believe, you know, with some, with some space. Every time he's played there, he's been outstanding. Wasn't he the golden boot winner? Last year, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. playing fullback and all that. So, so I don't know. So they're in a conundrum where they've got two really good fullbacks, mm. right? And they had three with Swally because I think he – really wanted to play fullback mm. as well. So, but they'll make the right decisions. But for me, Teddy, yeah, like they did it with Minichello, right? When Roger come in, you know, yeah. like Mini moves back to yeah, the wing fair. or whatever. So, I mean, you can do that. And mm. then they roam. 
Like, yeah. there's a way of getting them both in their game. Yeah. You know, and then Teddy, so you dip there, Marnie brings the ball back, Teddy just, you know, yeah, keeps Robbo on sniffing around. Yeah, always speaks about that, that he can find ways to, to get Manu into the game and doesn't specifically just have to be like locked and loaded there at centre for the whole game. So, yeah, he can do that with yeah. Teddy as well. Yeah, so smarter people than me, that'll work that out. But I thought it was a – the Roosters, from their own standards, I reckon they'd give themselves – they'd probably give themselves just the pass mark. Mm-hmm. Well, there will be a lot of soul-searching in the off-season, that is for sure. But, Gordy, you have a, a good week on 360. Anything we can look forward to tonight? I'm not sure yet. Okay. Buzz will come up with something. Buzz, okay. Buzz and Reedy. Yeah. Captain oh, Peabody. great man, Reedy. I haven't seen Reedy for a little – oh, actually, I saw him in, in Melbourne from a distance – wasn't doing much work, just sitting up there in the media box. Was he signing autographs on that, Reedy? Probably taking selfies. <laughs> now we still love you, Reedy, and we love everyone listening. So we'll see you next week for another Monday edition of Footy Talk. Hold up. 